Thank you for listening to Confessions of a Sales Pro. This series is entitled The Sales Leadership Roundtable. I'm interviewing a variety of business leaders, recruiters, and fellow trainers and coaches across North America, exploring how they have overcome the challenges related to COVID-19, amongst other very insightful sales topics. Why is it the same repetitive mistakes continue to rob salespeople of more commission checks, regardless of industry, size of company, or region of the globe? These same inhibitors are holding us back from reaching our full potential. Amongst many industry awards, Ian Selby achieved the accolade of top salesperson in the world at Apple. And in this podcast, he will discuss the issues that sales professionals encounter from his own experiences, confessing to the problems he has endured and how he overcame them, giving the benefit of his wisdom to everyone listening who work in the world of sales. To help you, he will reveal strategies to overcome the issues hurting salespeople and helping you reach new levels of sales success. Confessions of a Sales Pro. Lessons, more wins. With your host, Ian Selby. Well, welcome to our podcast. My guest today is Jeff Swan. And Jeff has one of the most intriguing job titles I've ever heard. Jeff is a sales sequence optimizer. I just love the sound of that. Jeff, welcome to the show. And why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself for the listeners and what it is you do, how you can help them, and how they can get a hold of you. Yeah, sure. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me on the show, Ian. Uh, I'm really excited to be here, and um, thank you for taking note of my fancy fancy title. Um, what this comes in is actually an amalgamation of uh, 16 years of running uh, revenue teams from sales, marketing, and sales development from companies in high growth mar- uh, environments. And what what I've learned along the way is that the top of the funnel is just that elusive golden goose that everybody wants to get after, but few, few companies really get it. So what I've uncovered is that a lot of people are doing, doing great work on the inbound funnels, but not a whole lot on the outbound funnels. And they're cold calling, they're emailing, they're using social media, but trying to put it together in a cohesive sequence of like a sales process, I call it a sequence, um, that is repeatable, scalable, and able to test is, is a real challenge for people. So right. what we do now, um, <laughs> what we do at RevUp is we actually optimize people's sales sequences for them to make it so that they can book more meetings consistently and, and constantly crush their quota. Excellent. That, that is, I mean, that is so needed. Um, you know, it's, it always comes down to quantity and quality. And I think a lot of B2B salespeople get the quality side. They understand once they, they have a lead, a prospect, how to develop it down the pipeline, down the funnel, how to qualify it and, and bring it to closure. And that's probably yeah. the qualitative part of the process. But the quantity that no one, I, I don't know any salesperson that says they've got too many leads. Everyone needs <laughs> more leads. So it's the most critical part uh, of the whole process. Mm-hmm. So, so Jeff, yeah. I've got a few questions sure. for you if I get asked, and, and feel free just to jump in at any point. Um, sure. It, we've, the world has been, as we know, uh, you know, definitely challenged by the horrific impact of uh, COVID-19, the pandemic. 
Uh, it's caused unknown amount of health concerns and economic meltdowns across the globe. Um, so from that perspective, what has been your most significant business challenge as a result of COVID-19? Yeah, so, I mean, there, there's, that's, the answer to that question is quite nuanced, but I'm going to really focus on two things. Um, one, it's changed the way buyers buy in a lot of industries. So there's some industries that are affected, not at all. There's some industries that are having banner years, two years in a row now because of COVID, because their business is set up, think Amazon. Um, then there's other businesses that their buying cycle, the patterns of how they go to market and the way their buyers actually buy have changed completely. Um, like as an example, I have one colleague who sells trade show booth displays. Can you imagine how her business is impacted by COVID? Oh, the, the physical uh, going to a trade show, going to you know some of the the ones that are you know in Las Vegas, etc. Uh, they've got to be terrible shape right now. Oh, they they are. I mean, I have to say the work we've been doing together. She's been she's been kicking ass. I'm sorry if I can say that, but um, she's been rocking it and. But but the fact of the matter is, she's had to reinvent the way she does business, and and I've had I've had similar you know challenges. I've had to reshape how I go to market, and and how I do uh, you know get the business that I that I get. I've had to change products, and I've divested in one business. I've reinvested in another. Um, so it's been it's been a challenging road to reinvent myself every you know couple months or whatever. But. We're, we're, we're finding our way and, and we're, we're doing things, we're helping people. So all is good in the end. Um, but the other thing, the other business challenge, and I don't know if this is a business challenge or a personal, but I, like me personally, I mean, Ian, we work together in the past. You know, I like to be social and, and do things with a team and, you know, get that energy of working in a sales floor and just having that energy of high-fiving each other when we win and all that stuff, right? So my biggest challenge personally is that I'm stuck in my, my basement office looking at a computer screen and talking on the phone all day as opposed to being in person with people. I don't know. How, how do you feel about that? Do you think that's a problem? Yeah, I, I, Jeff, it's, it's, you're so bang on. I, I'm used to the, to the vibe, the buzz of an office where there's a, a team of salespeople, positive-minded, almost positive, contagious which is, which is great. That's the lifeblood of the industry. And we're all wearing, you know, nice shirts on Zoom with our, with our sweatpants on at the bottom <laughs> behind the computer screen. And uh, um, you're right, the world goes on, but it's a changed reality right now, for sure. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, that, that's, you know, missing the social aspect, uh, that, that's an impact, uh, no doubt. It, next question is about really the biggest sales challenges due to, to COVID. I mean, as you said, some people are flourishing. Others have yep. had to reinvent themselves and others have changed careers altogether because of the industry magnitude that, that presented themselves. Um, what do you see as being the biggest sales challenges due to COVID, Jeff? Okay, so... Um, I think you know this about me is that I'm, I'm very data driven. So what I do is every time I, you know, miss an opportunity, um, get a no, not interested or close an, uh, uh, close, close an opportunity, close loss. I, I write down actually what is happening. 
um, why, what, I, what I'm missing, what I have to do better for the next time. So what I, I've noticed over the past year is any, there's been more frequent, maybe later, or I really want this, but I have to wait for insert reason here. So I've, worked, right. I've, I've seen a lot more delays. Not a no, I'm not right now. I've seen a lot more of those. Um, and this isn't just for me. I'm going to talking across um, my client base and my, my network. Um, I'm also seeing a lot more frozen budgets. Some people are on hiring freezes and some people are on, uh, they're, they're, they're cutting contracts as opposed to adding. And so, right. I, what, I, I, yeah, it, I see what so you're, you're saying. It, that on hold, right? Like it's not a no, mm-hmm. it's, it's a not now, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I mean, that, that's been changing. I'm seeing a lot different this year. So after about the second week, pretty much after inauguration day for the States, it was all of a sudden people are, are over the holding pattern and people seem to be even, even the most adamant, uh, not right now people are, are, are back in business and, and rolling. But, um, but I mean, maybe that's my circle. Everybody has a different uh, experience right now. No, for sure, for sure. It's got to have affected most uh, most salespeople on the planet. There, there's no doubt about it. And it's coming up with creative ways. The phone has never been more your friend um, because customers are missing that interaction as well. It's not just us. Mm-hmm. They, they, they're they a part of the ecosystem, and we're a part of theirs. And they're, they're not enjoying the luxury of that social aspect and, and face-to-face contact that they've likely enjoyed through the years as well. So the third question for you, um, what has proven, and I'm sure my listeners would love to, to, to hear your answer to this, but what has proven to be your most successful sales strategy over the last three years? Okay, so mine, mine is more of a revenue, ops, revenue operations strategy. Is I'm, I, don't, I don't know if you know this, but um, I don't really buy into one specific methodology for anything, whether that be top of funnel lead generation, um, cold calling strategies, or, you know, lead nurturing and anything like that. But what I have found is that through continuous optimization and AB testing, as long as you're taking down the right information and you're, you're grabbing data that's good and leads to well uh, thought out decisions, um, you're able to actually really improve. But with that said, some of the outcomes of my testing have found that switching from a very pitch focused or a me focused um, outbound messaging, so like for your cold email as an example, switching from that into a you focused messaging that's a casual, um, one of my clients recently called it a beer tone. So casual, like as if Ian and I are going for a beer after work, um, that, that works significantly better than anything pitch related. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying there, Jeff. Make it about them, not about you, what you're trying to sell, but what business issues do they have and, and, and how's that impacting them, right? So make it more about the pain and less about the gain um, to get exactly. that dialogue and trusted communication started, right? Exactly. Go ahead, Jeff. Yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry. No, I, I even wrote this down in a PDF and I can send it to you for your listeners, but it's called the eight simple rules of sequences, outbound sales sequences that don't suck. 
And one of the rules is... Let me see if it says it doesn't suck. I, I want... That, that got my curiosity, that's for sure. <laughs> that's awesome. And, and that's, that, that's one of the rules in there. Don't pitch, okay? <laughs> that, that's, that, that's one of the eight. So remember, we'll, we're going to uh, get your contact information again at the end out there, Jeff, so that the listeners can mm-hmm. get in touch and uh, try and use some of your magic, which I'm sure they'd all benefit from. Um, the last sure. questions are about people and resourcing and candidates and recruiting um, for candidates that are looking for a new sales job today, what would you say are the top two things that would help position themselves as the lucky candidate? Oh, number one is personal branding. Um, so I'm using a term that's, that might even be a little bit outdated now, but it's essentially um, branding yourself on what you're really uniquely good at. So whether that's values you have, whether you believe that the earth is flat, no, just kidding. Um, <laughs> when you believe in something specific that is memorable and people can, can know you as that person, like me with my stupid title. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the second thing is when you're in a sales job, if you follow the standard procedure of apply for a job, submit resume, wait for an interview, all that other stuff. And in truth, listen to what HR tells you you're supposed to do. Um, then you're not impressing a, a sales leader today. So right. when I'm running a sales development team and I'm looking for outbound prospectors, I am not looking at the inbound application pile. I'm right. got my phone with a ringer on, I've got my email open and I'm waiting for those people to call me and give me a reason why their personal brand is better than the people on the application pile. Brilliantly said to me, it's like a sales job. They're trying to get a job in sales. So apply your sales skills, which is call high, find the pain and bring the gain. So yeah, they should be calling you. You should be having to call them for an interview. That's exactly what very insightful, Jeff. That, that's fabulous. Mm-hmm. And my, my last question is kind of the other side of the desk, which is for companies, and you've got clients where this happens all day long. Uh, so companies recruiting new salespeople or sales leaders for that matter, what are the yep. top two qualities or characteristics that can help predict a successful hire in today's market? So this is interesting. I mean, it's very different than what it used to be. It used to be, um, will they do what I say? Will they go in line? And will they follow the process kind of thing? Very, very like dictatorship. Now, what I'm looking for, what our companies are looking for, they're, they're, they're seeking people who are always curious. So if you think of the old adage of the ABCs of sales, always be closing, just replace right. that C with always be, always be curious. Always be curious. I like to say always be qualifying. Yes, yes. The curiosity, yeah. the thirst for knowledge, and creativity, yeah. not just to color within the lines, but don't be afraid to, to, to start something new and go outside the box. Um, well, exactly. I, I, would, I would totally agree. Yeah, and, and I'll, I'll point out something to that outside the box, is that I could have literally the best playbook, and I do. I have the best playbook for outbound, and that playbook is only going to be good for so long. 
and then I'm going to need to find a new playbook. And then I'm going to need to new, find new plays and new plays and new plays. And, and I'm always going to have to constantly evolve what I'm doing. So if I have a rep who's just really good at following what I say, great, great. As long as I'm constantly updating that playbook for them, awesome. They're going to be doing well. But if they are the ones that are constantly evolving the playbook and they're giving feedback, and this leads into my other quality, is that how are they as part of the team, um, like a teammate, so team-oriented, not just individual-oriented, um, if they are giving you constantly good feedback and contributing to building the playbook for the organization, then they're going to be part of the engine, not just a sole proprietor, not what uh, the challenger sale calls the lone wolf, but they're going to be ones that are contributing to the playbook of the company and constantly evolving it with you. Mm, that, that's brilliant, making them part of the, the, the leadership, making them part of the DNA of that company uh, yes. where everyone's contributing, right? Not just to, to the performance, but working on the sales performance, not just in it. Uh, exactly. That's, that's, that's very insightful, Jeff. Well, listen, mm-hmm. Jeff, I want to thank you very much for, for being on the show this week. Uh, your, your content, your ideas are, are brilliant. They're fresh. They're new. I know the listeners uh, out there today are, are going to be uh, uh, glad they listened in. And, Jeff, again, how can the listeners get a hold of you? Yeah, so if you want to get a hold of me, it's best to go through. There's two ways. There's get me on my website, which is revup90.com. Um, you can uh, go on there and right at the top, there's a button that says free sequence review. Um, you can submit your sequence. You'll get access to either me or one of my amazing team um, and get free advice on how to improve your sequence to date. Um, that's one. And the other way is actually just to catch me on LinkedIn. So that's Jeff Swan, rev up, or LinkedIn URL, Jeff Swan 18. That's fantastic. Jeff, uh, I'd like to thank you very much for taking the time. I know you're a very busy man, so I, I appreciate the, and value your time always and for adding great value to the podcast. Thank you, Jeff. No, nope. Yeah, thank you, Ian. It's been a pleasure. been a pleasure. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Confessions of a Sales Pro. Less sins, more wins. For more information on my books, guides, online sales training and coaching programs, please visit salesmentoryou.com. If you have found this episode informative and helpful, we would be honored and appreciative if you would share this podcast with other great salespeople like yourself. And we look forward to you joining us for all new episodes weekly, every Thursday. Please subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. If you'd like us to help you grow your sales commissions, visit us at salesmentoryou.com. Confessions of a Sales Pro. Lessons, more wins. With Ian Selby.